Welcome everyone to today's episode of the Three Games, Three Peas and Games podcast. Today I have with me Ulisa Wokedi, um, is the host of Ulisa and Sheon Goes Goes to the Movies podcast. Um, mm-hmm. And um, I just let him introduce himself. So just introduce yourself to the audience. Hi everybody. Uh, my name is Ulisa. Uh, um, my daytime job, I work in corporate communications. I uh, used to be a legal practitioner that do, used to do a lot of uh, entertainment law. Uh, uh, in my spare time, I like playing video games, play a lot of rugby, uh, watch sports, and obviously talk about gaming, as as uh, Toby would know. Um, I'm, ple- I'm absolutely honored to be part of this podcast, uh, be on this episode of the podcast. In my spare time, I just do podcast about movies. But yeah, yeah, that's 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 a brief description about myself. Yeah, so very brief, you know, very you are very active, like I would say, in many fields, and um, I think this is a very good way to talk about um, you. So that's what we're talking yeah. about today. How the you want was launched and marketed, and um, it's, it's a quite interesting topic because for me. I feel in gaming world, it's probably one of the at least recent gaming disasters. You know, of course, it's cyberpunk, but this this is one of the largest you know gaming mishaps I've seen in a while, and um, I, I think it'll be an interesting topic. So to start off, I think yeah. the Wii U was launched in 2012. 2000, um, yeah, 2012. Yeah, 12, yeah, I think the I think first in, in America being November 8th or November 18th. I can't remember the exact dates. One of them. And of course, before it was released, um, uh, lots of rumors and um, of the Wii HD, as they call it. And I think that was maybe as far back as 2010. And then President of Nintendo, you know, Satoru Iwata, you know, made claims that, oh yeah, Nintendo is not planning to release any console soon. Um, like the Wii is still doing quite well. Unfortunately, they didn't envisage that the sales of the Wii will fall off a cliff by 2011 mm. and um beginning of 2011 you know the the you know had an investor call where they said they're going to announce new hardware and of course they unveiled the wii u i think e3 um 2011 yeah it's 2011 <laughs> yeah it was 2011 i think the most interesting thing about the wii u's presentation or the reveal it was that it was pretty bad and i think the biggest thing about the wii u is uh, on paper like i still have my wii u but i do say something about the wii u it had some of nintendo's very best games ever but the problem is it was initially it was associated with the wii so much so that we're seeing some of the best wii u games still to this day coming out on the switch and i'm really happy that they're getting their second lease of life the thing about the wii u was that or i think the biggest challenge of the wii u was it shouldn't have stuck with the wii name because at that point as you said the sales had fallen off a cliff in 2011 and i think people had gotten tired of the wii brand the casuals weren't feeling it anymore the wii was in a sense a sort of a fad and that's why it was able to get more sales than uh able to finish the generation ahead of the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. If I remember, I think it, the original Wii sold around 100 million units, whereas the Xbox 360 and the PS3 sold around 80 million. 
let's not forget the the xbox 360 had like a year head start on everybody so when the wii came out it was like just a, a, a revelation in the gaming industry whilst people don't agree with motion controls this day this way this day it was still like uh, something new something fresh and it, it, it was an entry point for a lot of people who have either never been into games be falling out of love of games and gotten back into it so you said the wii was introduced in 2011 and watching that e3 press conference i remember having a bit of a confusion as to what the wii was for like the first five minutes i thought at the time it was an expansion to the wii only to realize two minutes later oh this is the new console now if a hardcore nintendo fan like myself is struggling to realize that that was it that was the follow-up what about the casual audience they were going to struggle to tell the difference between a wii and a wii u do you agree yeah oh, uh, honestly um i remember when i first saw that video you know, then you know, I think that I think I think I don't know. It was the same year, three uh, years were just coming out, 2011, if I remember. Yeah, I think yeah. so. And um, you know, I was really, I was hugely interested in 3DS at that point. So when they unveiled the video, I was like, okay, what's this? This was like a like a you know what exactly what was was this? But doing a Google search, okay, I found out okay, this is a new console, and I'm like, okay. Why so much emphasis on you know the train stars, the the, the old gamepad thing? And I'm like, okay, no, no problem. I I didn't think I didn't think the confusion was that big because you know I, I, I think it was easy for me to look at this a new console. I didn't think I didn't even think too much of it. But you know, getting it was when but then again then and I realized that there's a huge problem here. But then again, you gotta remember, you are a gamer, so you, you you've been gaming for a very long time, so you would have been able to pick up on it quickly. But I'm thinking about the the regular customer, the regular person who just comes into the store and says they just want to buy a Wii, and they won't know the difference between a Wii and a Wii U, and they'd have to get the uh, the representatives in the shop to tell them to tell the difference. So if you, you see what I mean, but I, I see what yeah, you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in that you know, respect. I, 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 I agree I agree with that, you know. You know, for us that stay in Nigeria here, you know, it's not it's the Wii is not it's actually a common thing that many people have. But, you know, Nintendo consoles are not really common. Probably the only common Nintendo console is probably like the Game Boy Advance, I would say. Uh the Game Boys generally, of course, you know, they they are mm. very easy to get around, at least for most people. But for the Wii as as high as highly performance as it was in the Western market, you know. It was not so big here compared to something like you know, the P- PS4, for instance. You know, but I, I I remember when the whole review happened, there was a lot of you know not so much hype for the console. You know, many people were not really excited. There was a lot of confusion, and then you know there was the whole specs issue because that was another big 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 problem. That 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 you know many speculation rumors. I remember I was on NeoGAF then, and you know see people predicting how powerful the Wii U would be. You know, saying it's closer to um, you know the PlayStation 4, or most likely will be close to those consoles. And then the spec chip came out, and it was nowhere near 
you know, PlayStation Xbox 4, the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. It was closer yeah. to PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. And in certain yeah, cases, it was even worse than those two. And yeah, yeah. I think Nintendo entered the HD game too late. If they were smart, they would have gone a step above and tried to match the PS4 and the Xbox One. But, you know, Nintendo thought, oh, we don't. In a sort of way, you've got to somewhat compete with your competitors or at least make a, a system good enough to hold those same games. Because for like the first two years of the Wii U's life cycle, they were getting the top the, the top end third party games like your Assassin's Creed 3, your Assassin's Creed 4, your Splinter Cell con- um, Blacklist. Blacklist. Uh, yeah, the Batman Arkham games that were yeah. out at the time Arkham, Asi- Arkham City and um, Arkham. Arkham Origins and stuff games. like that. they had those two games so they're like for the first year and a bit there were like solid third party titles coming in even Watch Dogs how could I forget about that they were coming in but after like that and developers started focusing their efforts on the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One the the access to third party games for the Wii U just fell off a ravine in that sense and uh, I think that's another challenge about this that's another challenge the system faced because it was a bit of a half step. It wasn't a full generational leap in that sense. Or they they jumped into the HD era too late. Uh, you know, you know, I think so on, the Wii U had yeah. about 118 third party games. Uh, you know, really? this leads me to my, to, to, yeah, <laughs> just 118. Just to highlight, you know, something. Um, of course, I'm sorry, sorry, I said just 118. I'm, I'm talking about Azat, you know, 2014. He had about just 118 third-party games. Mm. Of course, he has some other games released for it for several years. But 2014, just about 118. So you can you can understand how bad you know third-party releases. Even though the first two years look look like they were um, good, but they, they still didn't have a lot. I remember a lot of the games that came out that were ports from PS3 and Xbox 360 did not run well. You know, yes, we know mm. that you know the we use GPU ones better than the ones found in those other consoles but the cpu which was based on you know power 7 architecture and whatnot was terrible yes it's an ibm cpu but it wasn't it was it was terrible and you had the ps4 and the xbox that had ps4 and the xbox 360 and xbox one that came out you know using the x83 uh, x86 architecture at least more pc friendly and you had a you know a low powered system bad cpu you know so it, it, it just did not make any amount of sense for me. That's why I want to ask, what audience do you think Nintendo was targeting with the Wii U? They were trying to say that they wanted to get back the hardcore gamers, that they wanted to make the top tier games again, and all that sort of stuff. And to a certain degree, I, I do believe that they'd made some of their best titles on that console. Mario Kart 8, uh, Mario 3D World, uh, let's see, which else was, what other game was there? You had Pikmin 3 that came out there. There was Super Smash Bros. 4 for, or Super Smash Bros. for the Wii U. That was there. Um, what else? Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, which in my honest opinion is still my top two 2D platformers of all time as, as of now. Um, a couple of other good ones. Obviously, they did the Zelda HD remix of uh, Wind Waker and uh, Twilight Princess and then obviously, the big one was supposed to be Breath of the Wild, but obviously Nintendo knew that it wasn't going to meet its full sales potential, so they cut their losses and just said, okay, fine, we're going to also make it a Switch launch game, which ended up being the, the right decision for them because, you know, as we know, Breath of the Wild is the is the best-selling, uh, like, Zelda game. Zelda game, yeah. 
of all time and then on top of that i think it's online infrastructure just didn't work and then obviously the, it's online it's eShop. it introduced the eShop. no the 3d it tried to build up the 3 3ds's eShop, and the virtual consoles options were definitely more lack were lacking in comparison to the original wii the original wii was having get, got games that had like a library of games got uh rest in peace we we virtual console had a lot of games that the wii u eShop just couldn't get because of licensing issues and i don't know how nintendo pulled pulled it back then during the wii so you already have no options you have less options in that regard and then i don't know i think another thing was the whole gamepad thing whilst i see it as a prototype to the switch the problem is it's too, it was too big and then it didn't really have much application i get the idea of oh if someone wants to watch their tv you can take it into the game to your hand and just continue playing from there but the thing's range was very poor it didn't really go past you couldn't really go past you couldn't really play it in another room or you couldn't really go to the bathroom to play it if you really wanted to so there, there was a lot of there was a lot of elements going against the wii u and obviously memory See, I think the, the biggest you could get at the time was 32 gigs. Yeah. 32 gigs. So there's a lot of elements working against the Wii in that respect. And it's not only just the name that was the reason for its failure. It was just, just too, many the, too many things. And then here's something that I remember watching a video. I don't know if you ever watched um, the YouTubers, Spawn Wave. He did a feature called Why the Wii U Failed. And then... Um, so one youtuber called scott the was i recommend people check him out said the problem with this the with, with the wii u is that that some of the games they had was already accessible in some way shape or form on the on 3ds the yeah, yeah so you had mario 3d world the com- most comparable thing on the 3ds was mario 3d land yeah you had yeah, I, um, <laughs> speaking of that i remember the reveal of mario 3d world and um all over many people on the internet were like um they just ported 3d land to you it was so disappointing <laughs> i'm not even gonna lie it was so when i saw that trailer i was so disappointed back then because it was like you know um, is this the next big thing because uh, i tell people a lot of the time mario galaxy one and two uh next to breath of the world are two of some of my favorite games of all time and um i was hoping that the next follow-up was going to be like something called mario universe where mario will be exploring massive universes and stuff like that and it was just like a follow-up to it but in the end of the day the game was good and i think now that it's come out on switch people appreciate it more because it doesn't have that pressure to hold the system the way mario odyssey sold the switch if you get what i'm saying yeah yeah um so yeah you had something available for every top tier wii u game there was a 3ds alternative so even mario maker which was like one of the many reasons people still kept their three, uh, wii u on eventually had a 3ds version yoshi's woolly yeah yoshi's woolly world had a 3ds version yeah. uh captain toad's track uh captain toad's treasure tracker had a 3ds version on top yeah. of um, version so there was always a 3ds alternative 
Two yeah, but you know, those, uh, those 3DS versions of those games you mentioned, they, they came out after it was clear the Wii was not going to be a Wii U. Some, <laughs> some, came, some came out before, some came out after, but the, uh, Nintendo like, didn't think yeah. to make it bigger. They just said, oh, let's just build up on this three. Uh, which other one was there? I even think, I even want to say Donkey Kong you know, Top Coffee. Yeah, don't forget Super Mario, Super Mario, and this thing, what do you call this? Super Mario Bros. Uh, you. Oh, you, Super Mario Bros. Yeah. You, yes. Yeah. Super New Super Mario Brothers 2 and New Super Mario Brothers U came out in the same year. Yeah, same year. So, so by the time we got to you, that was there was a Mario 2D Mario Whiplash. And yeah. I hear I really I to this day I still have not finished that game. I just couldn't get into it because the Mario the new Super Mario Bros. art style had been done so many times, it's been done to death hear that it has the best level designs and some of the stuff but unfortunately the frequency in which those new super mario brothers games were released worked against it really worked against the it really worked against the the, the wii when it, ca- it came to the new super mario brothers U, and that was the game to launch your system with you know it wasn't you, you know you know, I I I always say something. Say something. The first thing I always tell people that was the real why the real failed. I think the first thing is the product was not compelling, as you said. You know, yeah. for the even you know the, the first thing was I felt they they had they had they had the right you know idea of the audience they wanted to target. Yeah, they needed to get more of their core gamers back because I don't like them not if your core gamers are not on board, you can't depend on casuals whatever. You need your core mm-hmm. gamers to be on board and so for them to you know have good word of mouth for them to you know. You know promote the games so other people can pick it up you know playstation knows that and they know that very well you know service your core they will make it mass market and uh, you know so make sure your core is satisfied so mm-hmm. that was the first thing they had a good idea with the audience you're trying to target I, I i agree with that but the product was not compelling uh, it, and it was the product went against the audience we're trying to target you're trying to target yeah. your core audience you put a gamepad and then you show games that are casual games. You your first showing you show games that are throwing stars and no motion control. Your core audience really are not the biggest fan of motion control. First mistake, you know. The next mistake after that is you under you you claim because I remember watching I, I you know just a few days ago I sat down to watch you know the presentation they had in New York. I remember that presentation, yeah. you know, and then I was demising Jeta, so I was just, I was just joining in little by little and um, i was following the rest on new graph you know as reggie was making his presentation in, in new york and doing his presentation in new york and wait they, that's where they announced him bayonetta 2. and you announced yeah. Uh, yes you are, yeah yeah you, you 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 announced bayonetta 2 is coming to your system yeah a core game but what do you do after that you know you say you are launching two nintendo wii use one with eight gig of ram one with a two gig and then you now claim, oh, you can buy games on the Wii U eShop. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. You can't. The PS3 launched with far more memory than that. Why would you launch this 2 gig and expect? I, I I don't even remember if the Wii U's memory was upgradable. But I can't really remember or what you used. I to think upgrade. you could. You could use a hard drive, but the fact of the fact of the matter is, your system shouldn't be coming out with that amount of gigs, especially when. Playstations at the time could do up to 500 gigs, do like 500 yeah, so, gig versions or something, so something like that. So I remember that. So and sorry, I'm not just complete. I remember that uh, he, he lost a two gig, and I remember when Reggie said the deluxe version was coming with a two gig yeah. and it was launching in the <coughs> land. And mm. 
Then I now went on to talk about Nintendo TVI for several minutes. And I asked myself, what? you know, this thing is in direct conflict with the audience you're trying to sell this console to. So your core your core audience you're showing Nintendo TVI. And they don't want to watch TV on the Wii U. You know, and you're launching with Nintendo Land. You're launching with newspaper new Bros. You, I'm like, who who are these core audiences? Are these the games they are looking for? I look at because look at the sales of newspaper new Bros. on the DS and the Wii, the 30 million sellers. Yeah, but it's not core audience that bought 30 million of those games. It's, it's, it's a broad audience. It's a broad audience. Pick up those games. You you're not selling to them. You want to target a broad audience. Target a broad audience. You can't target both core and and you know at the same time and you're trying to market it towards both of them because you know even the ads uh, that's another to- another another topic for video, but another section but i just remember that Jason, like this this product is not a compelling product you know then you have the whole cpu issue with not being able to run games that came out several years before it, 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 that it, it's it's just a bad product initially <laughs> It was a bad product, but I do, I do, I do, I do uh, believe my, I do sense that you know, it had some of the best games available. So much so that they had to move yeah, it yeah, over yeah. to the Switch, and like you know, Splatoon came through. I think one of the good things that came out of the Wii was the was the birth of the Splatoon franchise. Despite yeah, the, yeah. the this, this despite the the challenges of the system. It still did fairly well that ended up being one of the top sellers. So much so that when Splatoon 2 came out on the Switch, it ended up selling, I think it's around somewhere between 12 to 13 million as as we speak right now. Yeah. Who'd have thought that a Nintendo fr- a new Nintendo franchise that started on the Wii would end up being this popular amongst the or or, or like put its its pl- it solidified its place on the Nintendo Pantheon. So there are some good things. I mean Mario Kart 8. I remember when I first played it on the Wii. Game is amazing. The graphics was amazing. This was Nintendo really, really trying. But unfortunately, it's on the Wii, on the Switch now. And the irony yeah. is, is the best-selling game on the Switch by yeah, yeah. It's like I the it's like this. It's like the Switch. It's it's the Switch GTA. Wii U. Yeah, it's the Switch GTA Five. It just does not stop selling. <laughs> so you know you said you said one thing the outputs were great i know and i agree with that fully the yeah. the games you know some of the games that come to me at the switch they they, they were good outputs and you know, they had critical receptions you know but the problem was the problem was i remember i remember, I remember you know that whole three four years from 2012 to like 20, 20 2016 you know it seemed like nintendo was clueless, hopeless. You know, they were just floating in the wind. They, they were not really sure what direction they need to go. Go with the Wii U. They had tried everything, you know, to bring they out new anything. games. And you know, he still, he still kept, you know, missing every single damn forecast that they had for this system. I remember going through another report day, and every single forecast they had to rebring the review. They had to review it down. You know, the, I remember the first forecast they did. They brought down from nine million to almost nine million to two point two two point something million. I'm like, wow! Yeah. That, so that, I that. think what they were think, they were thinking this is similar to the 3ds. Because let's not forget, when the 3ds first came out, it had a very very slow start. 
there was yeah. hardly nothing to play it was a little bit on the pricey side and then you know iwata made the brave decision at the time um to cut slash the price slash the price of the, of the 3ds and then during that december period of 2011 i think it's when mario kart 7 and mario 3d land came out back yeah. to back and that just yeah, reversed exactly. the 3ds's fortune that was, that was the, they call it the holy trinity in japan i think them that the monster hunter 2 came out then too so they had like yeah. three massive games coming out in japan and the west was only mario that came out back to back so yeah that was you know killer um, time for three days yeah so everybody thought that the wii would, would turn its fortune it just didn't do that and part of it is as you said they were trying to get the, the core gamers but they were still trying to do this innovative stuff with like oh asymmetric gaming it's like who, yeah. who cares about the asymmetric gaming or the <laughs> gamepad or stuff like that? You know, you know the funny thing, even Nintendo did not make they, they didn't make any game that made except for Mario Mario Maker. I don't think they made any game that fully utilized the gamepad and made the game because Nintendo as well Nintendo Land does not is not is not good enough to show your you know main draw. You know, Wii and then Sports part of the Wii, Wii Sports Plus and then we for we feel plus or, yeah, we some of it but, but we fit you yeah but then again which other one was there there was yeah there was Star Fox uh, Zero okay, no, where Miyamoto was really yeah, tra- oh no 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 no. but the thing here's the thing there's a very very good game behind the the the, the controls like the controls there's a very very good game behind the controls yeah I don't really I don't really like the decision that they went to reboot Star Fox 64 again but it is what it is and that was just what we we had to deal with and i think that was like one of the first games miyamoto was directly involved in in a very long time he's, he's there he processes suggestions he passes ideas but he's no he's no longer involved in active development the way he used to be if you get what i'm saying but i mean the way you was i i feel like it was a massive learning le- uh, learning a lesson for Nintendo because when they came to the Switch, man, they came out all guns blazing. Yeah, so like, as you said, I, I said one thing, you know, the there are so many things. If I if I to list out the product issues I have with Wii U, you know, I, I said earlier, it to be so much. You know, the gamepad battery life was poor. Oh yeah, it is poor. The fact that yeah, the fact that he had um, what what else? Yes, it was pretty unlocked. You know, uh, if, I, if I begin redone locked in 2020, 2012, it didn't make sense. You know, you had consoles that are coming out, they were not going to be redone locked. You know, yeah. there's so many, so many, so many product issues. Then, okay, then it was not the marketing issue, the ads. You know, the ads that were focused on children and, you know, and I'm like, okay, nobody markets video games like this. Your core audience are not children. You can't be showing ads with children playing, you know, playing the games and then say you are going for the core audience that's not any gaming demographic will tell you that's not the core audience you're know, looking at teens to 35 you know, male male demographic you know teenagers right that's what you're looking at you don't be you can't be showing ads with with um you know children i, I watched a lot of the u.s ads some of the uk ads too some of the uk ads were very funny you know they'll start they'll start off the ad with the brand new console from Wii U, the brand new console from Nintendo. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, something like that. You, you, then, you, um, you, you had to do that. 
so bad, so bad. It was so bad. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like you compare the Wii U trailers to like the very, very first. The no, no, that was the trailer. Switch announce that Switch announcement trailer that came out. I think it was like uh, 2016. The yeah, way October, it communicated. October, yeah. October 2016. The way it communicated what the Switch was about. Short, snappy, effective. Got yeah. to the point. It showed the mm-hmm. kind of demographic it could appeal to because it was showing adults going about their day travels yeah. playing the games playing it on their tv and i was just like this is how you do an advert and it drummed up so much interest that i feel like that advert was like the first sign that the Wii, the switch was going to be a success yeah honestly i see how that i see how that advert on my laptop i still watch it once in a while just to just to you know get back how just you know get insight to what they were trying to pull off because i remember starting the advert when you know the guy with the dog going to pick up the switch i'm like yes mm. you know it's easy he picks he was playing on his handheld he drops it in the in tv he starts playing it there you know he picks it up from the tv sorry and he goes out to play to walk his dog and he has the switch. i'm like that is how you introduce a console easy simple not too much stress you know so guy so was traveling the guy was traveling Trav- from the plane he was playing the plane got home he puts the tv continued his gaming there that is what you should you need to communicate purely with the switch and guys were playing it in their cars guys were yeah. playing in the basketball courts and they were showing they're sharing the jail coins with each other so they could play with each other on one system so yeah it was just like yo these people know what they were doing or they knew the vision they had a vision and they just said this is our vision this is what we think this is this is what we see the switch as and this is what is going with and i think um yeah that's just a lot of things but that being said despite all the Wii, Wii shortcomings i do have a lot of good memories with it i mean the first time i played mario 3d world really like it was a really good f- i think one of my favorite games on the we was when i first played tropical uh, donkey kong country tropic freeze that was also an amazing experience i played rayman legends there so that's another problem ubisoft of exclusives the exclusives they knew that the exclusives weren't going to perform well on the system so a lot of the, the exclusives did not become exclusives anymore you know how you had rayman legends you had zombie you so that's the part the exclusive legends, the was, was, you know I, I don't blame ubisoft um, i don't blame ubisoft on that one yeah, ninja uh, guiding uh, ninja guiding uh three razors and eventually found itself on uh xbox 360 as well so a lot of uh third-party offerings that were initially proposed as exclusives ended up ended up uh, becoming like uh multi-platform games so like the unique proposition had been gone uh, had gone at the yeah. time at no, the time said, pe- yeah you said continue continue at the time people said rayman legends was the best way to play the game but the reality was this the vita version was the same as the wii u version in fact i think it had more value proposition you could take it on the go you could do the touchscreen thing that the, the, the they were trying to sell us on, on the wii on version and the only difference is that oh there's a mario and luigi costume that's it <laughs> you know you know picking up exclusive you know i i i i remember you know i i remember that presentation i remember just reading out all the list of games that they announced were going to be coming out with the wii u batman you know, World Dogs. You know, I know, we, I know, we had some good top party games, like of course, um, Need for Speed Mode Wanted. But there's another issue that played the top party games. A lot of those top party games either lacked modes, lacked yeah. features. 
you know mm-hmm. plus of course the terrible performance and some of them had something like most wanted that one was complete and it was actually the best looking game compared to those on you know um, the ps3 and xbox 360 but other games like even batman origin i think that one had batman akam origin you know how well, yeah, that was present in other games completely yes yeah, some of the games had mission features i was even going to mention that even fact i had um splinter cell blacklist on the wii u i had a choice between pick it up between the wii u and the ps3 and i regret to this day not picking it on playstation 3 because i did not realize that they had cut out the um the local like split screen uh co-op mo- uh, co-op co-op mode that if you wanted to do it you had to do it online and it's like nobody has this game nobody i'm not going to match with anybody so why did i do this exactly <laughs> so uh, it's, it's so, so that's what, that the so, system so, that was counted as the best for good for local multiplayer barely had any good local multiplayer games minus maybe the inspired mario bros and mario kart i mean okay and really well too but you know from third parties they didn't really turn up for the local multiplayer and it, it was really sad honestly yeah i don't well, give depending on third parties to sell your system when you haven't even done a good job selling your system it's not gonna work and uh the whole i remember the e3 yeah i think it was e3 2013 the way they had this yeah. big e3 blowout they, they showed a bunch of games they showed xenoblade x they showed them um, i think devil's third they showed so many games that oh yeah you know they bring bring one thing that happened the, those games didn't come out on time a lot mm-hmm. of them took a long ass time to come out you know, the first year of the Wii U was dry and off. Oh, I remember so many months, no, no releases till I think Pikmin 3 came out and I was like, oh God. Man, Devil's Third was trash, but I will <laughs> give credit. Well, what I remember playing of it was really fun and I see why a lot of people are clamoring for Nintendo to uh, to do a port for that version. Because I, I found it a bit odd when they did the Xenoblade One Definitive Edition. Although I won't I won't lie, that game is pretty good. Uh, that game is pretty good. So I wouldn't even I wouldn't even I, I wouldn't even knock their decision to do so. But um, the way you, ah oh, man, it, I had fun with this, but man, guy, you just have to sit down and realize, man, that I I man, that was a wasted. That was a poor. When I think about it, it was a poor investment uh, because. I think I look at my collection. All the major first-party games, I now have a version of it on my Switch, and I'm yeah. thinking at this point, my Wii U at home is a collector's item. That is just what yeah. it is. And even if I try to resell it, I don't. Even if I try to sell it, I don't think I'd get much for it, or the value, or the game's value would mean for much. Well, so, at least you have, you have you have the virtual console. At least it's better than the virtual console on the Switch now. It has the Game Boy Advance games. Uh, then true. Before, I think he also has GameCube games on it. I'm not so sure. But true. Think, yeah, so much so that, yeah. so much so that um, when they announced Metroid Dread, people were going to download um, Metroid Zero Mission and Metroid Fusion. Yeah. Uh, so so that they could experience it before the thing is because Nintendo hasn't made any, hasn't given the players any way to play particular titles before metroid dreads release and for story wise 
or to get a feel of the Metroid feel games. Mm-hmm. I feel like people should play those games, but I always say like the Metroid games have a good they recap the element they recap the storyline very well at the beginning of every game. Mainline game, not prime. Uh prime is a different thing in its entirety. So yeah, you're right. The virtual console was a little bit better. The virtual console is that the Wii virtual console was just so much more was superior in every facet. It was superior. The, Consoles available, the depth of the no, library. No, 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 I, I was, I would say the, the the Wii U version was more. I think in terms of virtual console, maybe not the yeah. in terms of the virtual console. I think the Wii U version was better than the Wii. You know, I think the Wii had DS games at one point. Something that you know. They had some mm, DS games, but like yes, what so. I mean is that they had more. The Wii version had more obscure titles, so you had games like, you had games like. The Konami TM Teenage Mutant. Nobody's going to be able to play the Konami versions of Ninja Turtles anymore because of all this licensing stuff. You yeah. had the True. Ninja Gaiden, the original Ninja Gaiden there. Um, for a lot of people, that was first to play. That's the first way they were able to play the N64 Core Classic, Sin and Punishment, and all these other by the Wii. Yeah. And I don't think the, the Wii U didn't have it. And I think a big mistake they made is that. The Wii U allowed you to uh, transport your data from the Wii, yeah, to the to the Wii U. So you but the problem the is, you could access the Wii Virtual Console, have the foresight to connect the Wii Virtual Store to the Wii U Virtual Store, so that it continues, yeah. like the way PlayStation Xbox has the X, Xbox has done this whole uniform thing from Xbox One to Series X everything yeah. is all unified uh you know but then again you know nintendo when it comes to online infrastructure creating marketplaces they still struggle a lot with that and they are still struggling as we speak yeah. even with but the I think, I, I think, uh, switch I think, they've, I think they've improved you know i think one of the key one of the things that time was you know i felt nintendo was being a lot a hugely arrogant thinking yeah we don't need to do what comes from doing we need to spend money on having this you know huge online infrastructure we can just do Miiverse me- and uh, Nintendo Network, and all will be fine. Our audience will buy whatever. You know, I just feel like they, they have this confident audience will buy whatever they put out anyway. So let's just you know give Oops. them the bare minimum when it comes to online things. And I felt that I, I felt that was just so odd. You know, the whole Oops. Nintendo Network Miiverse and everything was just yes, Miiverse was good. I enjoyed it for what it is, but the whole Nintendo Network, the way it was integrated, Nintendo Network ID. I'm like, you don't need to go all through through this archaic, you know, limiting way. If you can't do it, hire a company to do this thing for you and move on, move on with it. But you, yeah, but but I, you don't I, want to do that investment. That's just it. I heard they were, that they were in talks with EA to build the online infrastructure, but apparently the something went wrong with the talks and the deal fell fell through. Uh, hence why you know Nintendo and EA don't exactly have like the best relationship. EA don't really put a lot of their games bother to try and put their games on the switch or anything like that so um that's what i heard i don't know how true this story is yeah i think it, it was yeah, it was the rumor going around then um and it's actually not been confirmed but that was the rumor going around then and um, that you know they were in talks with yeah i heard that rumor too many of course when you were you were you time many rumors of what was going on and you know and especially after EA publicly came out to say yeah we said we were supporting the switch at e3 but now we are not we don't have anything 
plan for it. The annoying thing was after them. they they released Mass Effect trilogy months. No, they only released Mass Effect three on the on the Wii U. And Mass Effect three. They only release. They only released Mass Effect three. I was like, how yeah. are Nintendo players supposed to get up to speed with Mass Effect? Mass Effect three is like the 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 conclusion. It's supposed yeah. and the whole point of Mass Effect is that your 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 elements of your playthroughs in one and two is supposed to carry over. So I I, I don't know, man. They they did I, a half-assed job. What, what annoyed me was after they announced the trilogy on the PS3 and Xbox 360 Mass Effect trilogy, I was like, yeah. wow. You're really gonna do a trilogy when you've not even released one and two on the Wii U, and you're not gonna bring one of the trilogy to the Wii U. That that was just so 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 sad. But of course, um, you know I don't. I said it earlier. Many people just jumped ship from the Wii U once they saw that yeah, this is not gonna sell. But I don't blame them. You know when okay after your first launch, you sell three million units the first quarter. The second quarter, you sell just about five hundred five hundred thousand. Yeah, everybody, everybody gonna know that that's a problem. You know, and like the Wii, Wii, which was sold out for months, yours was sitting on the shelf and just dead. Dude, I don't so think I got a Wii. Luxury. I remember because I was came out. I don't think I got one to like mid to late two thousand and seven because it was sold out everywhere. And then the day I got my Wii, like I was always checking a website every day, which store has it, which store has it on. Uh, which store has it in stock? Which store has it? I think it was a game store that had it on had it in stock. I ran there, got there, put out the money, realized I was ten pounds short. I begged and begged and begged the cashier that please, please, I'll be right back. I just need to go home and get my money. Ran all the way back from Oxford Circus down to where, which is like a twenty minute. Well, I'll say thirty to forty minutes by on foot. Oh, like 10 15 minutes by underground got that they got the, the the remaining balance and they just put it back and then that was like one of the most satisfying walks home we was just there it was available no nothing you didn't hear anything about it selling out all the uh, kind of stuff man this was just crazy just how the fortunes it went downhill from we to we but then again you know it's interesting to see that nintendo have really picked themselves back up and um, yeah, yeah, yeah i'm i'm actually really curious to see if the switch would actually pass the Wii, you know, it didn't. It, no, no, it, I think that one is I, that I, one is going to happen already. It's passing I don't even think it. Not really a discussion. Hmm. I don't even think it. Now. I don't even think it took less. I don't even. I think it took less than a. It took oh, less than a year for the. I'll sell the Wii U. That's how crazy. That's how crazy the switch performed. Um, I think. I think the, the Switch's goal is to see if it can pass PlayStation 4, which is like, isn't PlayStation no, 4 like 110? I, 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 don't, I, don't think, I don't think that one is questionable. If we are looking by how it's tracking, um, PS4 is just about 115. If you're looking at the last PS4 sales, um, PS4 is not actually doing so much compared to something like the PS3 when the PS4 launched. So uh, the PS4 sales have significantly dropped compared to PS3. So I don't think the PS4 has much life in it. It's probably going to reach maybe like 120. The Switch is currently about 89, just let's say about 90 million. Uh, for the PS4, I'm going to see on a limb, it's probably on 90. I'll say it's a probably around 93, 93 million as we speak. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the chances of it not passing the PS, PS4 
is very slim um you know the this year i think their forecast for this year is about 25 million um if by the end of the quarter their fiscal year in april i believe they should have gotten about maybe almost 100 million switches so for it to pass you know with ps4 just a year actually so i think that's when end of 2022 it should have met or surpassed the PS4 in terms of sales. Um, in 22 fiscal year, yeah, I believe it should have met the PS4. Is the PS2? I have like one question. No, 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 it won't pass the PS2. It won't even pass the original DS. Well, there's just two. It won't pass the original. Although, those two, are the, those two are just so far ahead of everybody else. Although, I'm, I'm curious about one thing, though um the, you know everybody always talks about the switch effect or what they call the switch effect where like games that have always performed solidly on nintendo consoles just mm-hmm. and i number so like say zelda a typical yeah. zelda game would sell like three to four million mm. maybe the top the top and the best selling zelda game at one point was twilight princess with six million uh and now look at breath of the world 22 22 million and let's not forget that the wii u version also sold like 1 million actually that's how i even first played the game i first played it on the wii u before i got it on the switch because um of that um so i'm even curious do you think uh breath of the i'm gonna call it will do similar numbers or surpass the, the original breath of the world or it's, it's come out too late in the switch's life cycle to do those numbers so for me it depends on how they are going it depends right right now the challenge i feel with the switch is relating to the wii u is that you know the transition has to be smooth you know that's generally what i feel nintendo missed in you know in the wii u transitioning was not smooth enough you know they like they over relied on the wii name too much but tried to make it different you know calling it wii 2 would have been easy easier you know to sell Honestly, I, I just say, just put the two at the back. That'd be easier. Everybody knows iPhone two, iPhone twelve. You know, everybody's familiar with the the numbers. You know, okay, this is another one. So for the switch, better the world. Depending on when they release, they're targeting twenty twenty two. That's the target here. They're, they're not too sure. I think I th- I think it will get twenty twenty two. I mean. So, what much what much do they have to do? They sort of you reason a lot of the same assets from Breath of the Wild. I think they're just maybe they're changing the structure or maybe they're just changing some of the intricacies within the world itself yeah yeah so yeah, i think the map even looks at least based on some of the trailers we got it's retaining some parts of the breath of the world map we, at least we saw some areas that we know we are familiar in the breath of the world map so my, my, my challenge is if it comes out next year um, i feel that the switch has a lot of life in it and i'm not i'm i'm still not too sure how the sales will do depending on how the oled performs because i'm looking at the increase in the price of the switch oled so depending on how the switch oled performs i will look at it but i don't see it surpassing you know breath of the wild um to um, original price no. instead of sales numbers the only way i see that happening you know if of course, if it gets if it gets a good reception, just like well, in terms of Chris Carter. Oh, no, no, but uh, let's let's be honest. It's a given. It will get some. It will get great. Well, it will get great critical well, reception. Well, the question is, well, does it does depends. it do enough? If it, does, if it does get you know good critical reception, it can sell well. Now it depends on how transformers going to go. If Nintendo is going to release another Switch, 
hopefully it's a switch tool that can play all the switch games which i know it should be they should not they will not be mental to do anything less um like I'm, i think then you know if they're going to package that also as okay you can play your switch games at better performance you can play the world too you know in a better way i think i think you can still carry on the sales and you have a long a long sales and try to get free but but the if, reason if, I, if, the... if if i think if not um, it, it depends but i don't see it beating or not the world sales. i don't think i don't think it can beat that large hype you know the, it, the reason the reason i mentioned this is because in a sense breath of the wild 2 is like the mario is the, like the mario galaxy 2 of the in the sense that you know the original mario galaxy came out it told something crazy like i think it, 11 million at the time I, mean, um, I think it's about 10 point something million now i'm not sure i can't remember but the galaxy 2 fell short by like at least a four million copies or something like that so um because it came out way later in the wii's uh life cycle if you if you remember so yeah. i'm just worrying it's like it's like that i like we'll see how i think a good indicator would also be splatoon 3 as well because can splatoon 3 do the same numbers as splatoon 2 or get honestly i don't, uh, I don't think splatoon, splatoon 3 will, will, will do anywhere near uh Splatoon, Splatoon 2 numbers. Splatoon 2 numbers. Yeah, I I I I I I I question the fact that they're using Splatoon 3 so early. So yeah, I was questioning the decision as well. It's you know, like I'm like, if they want to do it, are they doing an annual Call of Duty kind of thing or you know regular annual no. Call of Duty kind of thing? If they want no. to go that route, um, I don't know, but I I, I just question you know, that I don't think it's, it was needed. I think the thing about Nintendo is just that when they have a good idea they just go for it they don't really care about when they are how they're releasing well maybe they don't care about how they're releasing it but when they have a good idea or a good idea for a follow-up they'll just do it so i mean that's one thing so it'll be interesting to see who knows it might surprise us look who would have thought animal crossing animal crossing uh new horizons would have done the gang would have sold the way it did surpassing yeah. pokemon you know, I know. You know. I. I think. I think many people. Su- I think many people suspected to do. You know, like huge ten million numbers. at least. Not. 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 not far more than ten million. No. Far. You know. Six. Three years version thing did six million. I think in Japan alone. If, if I'm. If I'm trying. If I remember correctly. Um. So I, I think the, the Animal Crossing was going to be. Yeah. I think this six million. It's about twelve million total. Just the three days version. Understand. It did six million alone in Japan. Now we know the Switch is was doing relatively better than um, you know 3GS and every, any other console they've launched in a long time. And for it to do 12 almost 30 million in three days alone, it means that we should be looking at least 20 million plus for the Switch. So I think many people just expected it to do gangbusters, considering the fact that you know Mario Odyssey shattered you know all the records of it being the fastest selling Mario game ever. I think Mario Galaxy One sold 12 point something million units. Odyssey at this point has sold twenty something million. Twenty two. Yeah, twenty two. Twenty two million. So ten a ten million difference for a game like that. So if we can replicate that kind of thing on 3DS, you know that okay, it's going to do at least twenty something million. But nobody expected it to do up to thirty. I know I didn't expect it to do up to thirty. Maybe twenty five. I think twenty five or thirty something. You know, almost competing with Mario Kart at a point. So of course, it's not going to catch Mario Kart. 
anytime soon. It's not even going to be Mario Kart. It's going to be number. There's not going to be a Mario Kart. No, there's not going to be a Mario Kart Nine. If I was if I was Nintendo, I would save Mario Kart Nine for the launch of the next system. Yeah, have a Mario exactly. Kart at launch. Exactly. Don't 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 waste it on the Switch. Have a yeah. Mario Kart at launch because you know Mario Kart is your Mario Kart is going to be what is what got everybody on the Wii U. Uh, it got everybody back on the Switch, and then obviously I think God knows what they're going to do with the next Mario Kart. I'm probably sure that they're going to go the route of like Smash Bros and just add Nintendo characters. Yeah, I, I think I think that's the next phase. I don't think uh, I think that's the next phase. That's that's lo- logical step. Yeah. That's the next so logical. I, I, step. That's a step. I think we're going to about but, close here now. Um, yeah, yeah. Our time is almost up. But just mm-hmm. final thoughts on the Wii U, and you know, what what do you think going forward? Are the mistakes you know should learn from the Wii U? Well, Wii U was a costly mistake, but it was a lesson for Nintendo to learn that you know this is how you, you, bad marketing a name of a console and um the type of games that you associate with it and then obviously like a lack of confusion in the messaging of the console is what cost them their massive what cost them with the wii u but there are some bright spots that came out of it you know it had a very very solid library a library so good that nintendo deemed that these games are Pushed over Solid first party library. Um, yeah, the first party library, and then um, also let's. I, I didn't even mention it. I was trying. Um, the Wii U era was probably the reason why the Amiibo kicked off the way it did. Because I swear, at some points, Amiibo the Amiibos were drawing in more profits than the Wii U were actually themselves. So it introduced that element with the NFC stuff. So yeah, that's another element that it introduced. Uh, although that Nintendo don't really, they don't really, they don't really advertise or they don't really push Amiibo like they were doing back in the early, during the Wii U era. So that's another good era. <laughs> but obviously, poor system specs, cost, the half step with the portability cost it. It's, it's, it's uh, poor internet infrastructure the virtual consoles and all this kind of stuff it, it, a lot of elements went against it and unfortunately it, it faced an early death but i think nintendo did the right thing knowing that okay we've got to cut our losses and just move on to the next thing because if it had fallen behind and yeah um that's the thing i can say that's my that's my thoughts on the wii u it's a good yeah. it's a good it's a it's an interesting piece of kit it's an interesting piece of nintendo's history but it's one that will be Marder's failure. And uh, I don't want to associate it as like Wata's last thing before his passing. In a sense, I think the Switch is his, is, is, is his leaving gift to the world, in a sense, because he was involved in the early stages. Yeah. But yeah, that's my that's my so, thoughts on the Wii U. So thank you for that. For me, just wrap up. Um, you know, as I said earlier, I think the for me, I think Nintendo needs to learn to listen to their audience to actually know what their audience wants. Um, you know, just assume your core audience wants a new innovation, new technology. Yeah, new innovation, new technology is good, but it must be something that will appeal to them. It must be that you'll be able to show has value. The Wii U, unfortunately, did not show much of its value. Minus the whole issues with the product itself, you know, some of the build quality of the gamepad, the battery life, you know, the emphasis on the use of the gamepad. But you know, you, there were not many games that actually took 
great advantage of the gamepad the the whole software issue specs region locking the myriad of product issues then you have you know advertising wrong target audience you're advertising to then you have the you know the anemic software the bad launch you know that's something i didn't think we didn't touch on the launch lineup was not so okay we touched on that it was not so good then you had a you had a huge software drought for like the first year and your first big game was picking three you know there are so many issues that came up with that and of course after that you know, third parties jumped ship then you were left on your own and I, they, they really tried to really save the console and, and I, I said many good things came out of it amiibo smash brothers for wii u Mario 8 many good things instead of software releases came out from their developers uh, but you know it just wasn't enough to to save the crumbling console and um yeah it, the wii u sold at the end of this lifespan like 13, 13 million point, yeah, 10.56 million as of December 2019, 2019. And um, that's, 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 you know, it's, it's poor, you know, when you compare it to other Nintendo cons. I think that's even less than the Virtual Boy, even if, <laughs> yeah. I think it's just as much, I think that's just as much as a Dreamcast, even. Yeah, probably, yeah. So, you know, it's, 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 it is a poor console in terms of sales and, but you know, he had his successes. Thank God the 3DS was there to you know keep Nintendo afloat and you know, not make them incur so many losses. But yeah, um, because they had po- remember because Pokemon came out at the vital time, 2013. Man, yeah, a Nintendo game without a Pokemon game, whew, you're in trouble. Yeah, so it, uh, it, 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 they, they really, they really, they really, they, and I, I said they took a lot of lessons. You know, clear marketing for the Switch. A good compelling product, which has some issues, of course, you know, from the likes, but in a good compelling product, you know, they, they tick all the boxes people were expected from, you know, a console in this new day and age. Good internet, oh, okay, okay, internet, not good, you can you still need to be improved, but good internet, no region lucky, you know, like a very, very, a very, very, very massive, a massive library. And one with yes. variety. Yeah. So they, they went another thing is another strategy they went to the switch they went after indie games hard this period. And they started with indie games early. You know, they at large had a lot of indie games that came out of the switch and they went after indies early in the switch life cycle. Because you know, they can they may not they, they knew they, they may not be able to depend on third parties alone just in case, you know, they don't Yeah, do think about so it. They, what 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 are the best performing indie games? Celeste. I, I know it's on other consoles. Yeah, so it's a switch. Hollow Knight, yeah. uh, Celeste, Hollow Knight, um, Stardew Valley still sells Star- like Stardew regular. Valley, uh, yeah, yeah. so Golf yeah, you know, has a many of those games Golf, Story. Switch, Golf Story, yeah, they did incredibly well on the switch. So, you know, they went other indies, and that's one of the things they've, they've kept doing, you know, with Hades and all those things. They've, they've done ensured that you know they have those games launching on their console in indies direct and you know they use that to you know to replace third parties earlier and you know in japan there are many not many top parties games being released for even in west for the first couple of first year but you know as as the indies sales increase many top parties okay why are we not putting games on the switch you know so all the ports that are coming out the 2k ports the you know and ports that are more expensive all the ports, ports right? yeah they 
but they're doing all right. They're doing pretty. Yeah, some of them are doing, doing all right. Doing the really all right. They're so. doing all right. Yeah, obviously, Capcom came in late. Yeah. Capcom came in late into the switch. They were waiting, and then you know they now decided, oh fuck it, let's just put Monster Hunter Rise. Forget my language. Um, and look at what it's doing. It's like I think it's, it's, it's hands down the best third party game on the switch. With as the last time I checked, seven million, seven million yeah, copies. Seven million sales. I think it should be almost ten coming soon. Maybe next update, maybe next quarter, it should be ten. But yeah, it's successful, and the switch is successful. Yeah, so I think that's all from me. And just yeah. give us a brief update of what you have been playing and where people can find you. So what have I been playing? So um, I got No More Heroes 3 yesterday and I've started playing it. And um, um, I'm a huge No More Heroes fan. So this is like, this is like a, I'm a bit of a Nirvana just playing. Yeah, it does have. It's very good. The combat is the best it's been. It it moves at a smooth 60 FPS when it comes to the combat sections. The story is really interesting, and, and you know, especially if you played all the other games, including the No More, the the spin-off Travis Strikes Again. It's 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 there's a massive payoff for the fans of the series. Um, it's it's not perfect. It does have its issues. Uh, the performance in the open world is tough it's a bit it's a bit choppy but it's still very playable it's a bit empty in a similar manner like the first game they didn't really improve on the open world and uh, it's more it's more obvious the open worlds come out since since the first game um so yeah i mean if you have time if you're a human more heroes fan i would say definitely check it out um if you're interested i, I i'd play the first two games to see if if this is your style and then go for the third one um where can you find me uh, my name as i said earlier my name of the, pod- the podcast i'm on is called olisa and shay we go to the movies we talk about the latest hollywood movie nollywood movie and then we also just talk about a classic movie or foreign language movie of our choice and uh, you can find us on itunes spotify uh itunes spotify soundcloud and um, on social media, you can follow us at, at go to the movies underscore and on Twitter at go to the movies. Um, thank you very, very much for having me here. Uh, really appreciated talking about the Wii U. It was a very, very engaging conversation, and I really, really enjoyed being a part of this podcast. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So thank you very much, Elisa. Thank you everyone for listening once again. You can comments on the video on the podcast and it's available on spotify and google podcast currently and you can find me of course at denkaro to me one on twitter and you can also send a comment via my email in the description written me gaming essay at gmail.com and we hope to next episode will be on the gamescon i've been following gamescon consciously and yeah so stay up for that episode Oh god! The only uh, just before we go, I think my highlight has been TMNT Shredder's Revenge. <laughs> uh, but, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. she's coming in with hard-hitting journalism. I think for me, Doki do- do- right. has been my, my best show. Doki, so hope to see more of that. Right. So, so thank you very much. So see you guys next time. Thank you.